Hi friends and welcome back to another episode of the Growth Shape Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about just some reflections about being 29. So as I'm recording this, it's the day after my birthday. My birthday was yesterday and I am officially 29 years old and I thought it would be fun just to record a podcast just on some thoughts I've been thinking and just how I'm approaching this 29th year of life. I think first off, I have been afraid for a long time to get to my 30s. And I have people say all the time, like, oh, you're so young, like you have so much ahead of you and you're still so young. But I don't know, it's felt weird climbing my way to 30. And I feel like there's been this pressure that I've put on myself, that society has put on me, that I need to be doing more or I should have already have done more by the time I'm 30. And it's just interesting how society does that. Like I, I, at this time, I thought I would definitely have several kids by now. I thought that maybe I would be a stay at home mom or doing a different type of career. Like, I don't really know. I think that's the biggest thing for me of where the pressure has come from the most is having to do with being a mom and having kids. And it's just been interesting to kind of deconstruct that a bit and ask myself, like, is that something that I genuinely want? Why do I feel like this pressure to have kids before I'm 30? And I think some of the pressures come from society and and society and culture has told women forever that, you know, their worth comes from bearing children and that's all that they're worthy of in different ways. And then not having that plan happen because of things outside of my control with fertility issues. It's been really hard to come to terms with that. Like, wow, I probably won't have kids until I'm in my 30s. And that's okay, though. Or I might not be able to have kids at all. And so where does that leave me? And it's really been this last year that I've been processing through that a lot and just realizing that there really isn't any timeline. The only timeline that I have is the one that I create and put out for myself. And that's why I created merch that says that, because honestly, it's been the reminder that I've needed in that there is no timeline. And yes, I thought my life would look different at this point, but I really like what it's turned into. And it's very different than what I thought it would be. And so going into my 29th year, I think the thought of turning 30 has always seemed scary to me, except more recently. And I think I've just been like waiting to be 30 for a while now that 29 just kind of feels like a bonus year. It feels like I should already be well into my 30s based on the pressure that I've put on myself up to this point that 29 just feels like a bonus year. And that's kind of the energy that I'm bringing into this year. It's kind of a fun way to look at it as a bonus year because it's like, whoa, whatever's going to happen in this year, it's just a bonus year. And so I don't know, it's kind of an interesting way of looking at it, but it's been kind of a fun way to look at it for me. So for my birthday posts that I did. I did a reel on Instagram and then a video on TikTok. And I put some things in there that I want this 29th year to look like. And so I thought I would just go through those and talk about what I mean with each of them and how I'm planning on doing those things. So the first thing I said is I want to have fun. I kind of did a lot of 
adult things very early on in my life and I'm ready to just have more fun. So for me, right after high school, I went straight into college. I was doing school full time. I got a corporate job and I started work full time. And then I got my master's degree while working full time. And in that process too, I got married. We bought our first house and people always have said like, wow, you've done so much at such a young age. And I'm thankful that we did things the way we did. And I feel like I missed out on just being a fun 20 year old. Like we had so many responsibilities so early on and it set us up in really awesome ways that I'm thankful for. But I feel like we just, and by we, I'm talking about me and my husband, but I feel like we just missed out on just kind of like 20 year old fun things. And so I really just want to have fun this year. And um, for me, what is fun is traveling. I'd like to travel some more. I'd like to just do things I enjoy. I've been really enjoying reading. I want to do that. I just want to have a good time and not be so caught up in where is my future going? What do the, you know, next stages of my life have to be? I just don't want it to feel so heavy and life altering. I think that's the thing that I'm trying to approach differently. I used to view like every decision as a life altering decision life or death situation. And, you know, maybe sometimes that's true, but a lot of the situations that I placed that kind of pressure on were not that way. Like I just remember in high school, I don't know if I heard it from somewhere or it's like pressure I put on myself or both, but like knowing exactly what you were going to do after high school felt like such a big deal. Or like if I didn't pass this one quiz in this one class, then I'm not going to go to college and then my life is ruined. Like everything just felt like such a big deal. And I guess I've just learned that whether you plan for things or not, what's going to happen is going to happen. So I can stress myself out and try to shove a square peg in a round hole, or I can state what I want, what I hope for, but then be open to that changing or not getting what I'm wanting and it'll be okay. I think that's the biggest mantra that I'm trying to take in. It's like, it's okay. It'll be what it'll be. And along the process, I just want to have a good time and I want to have fun. The second thing that I want to do in my 29th year, I just want to be goofy. That is who I am. I like humor. I like being goofy. I like being silly. And I think the last couple of years, they've just been really heavy. Honestly, probably more than a couple of years, even before surgery, it was just so heavy. And I think part of that came from a lot of the responsibility that I took on earlier in life, but also to having bariatric surgery, it's just been a big process. And there's a lot of things that I had to sort out mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And I'm just ready to be a bit more like lighthearted and goofy. And I think I used to see that before as, oh, people are only lighthearted and goofy when they're running away from their problems or when they're not willing to be deep or resolve stuff within themselves. And I think that can be true, but I also think it's okay and there's a time and place just to be goofy and silly just because 
life is really hard and sometimes we need breaks. <laughs> and I think this is almost like my break year, my bonus year and my break year where I just want to have a good time. I just want to be silly and laugh and do things with that intention. So I'm pretty excited for that one. It'll be fun to see how that shows up just in my everyday life and also in the content I produce. I just want to do more goofy things. The other thing that I want to do this year is I want to honor my needs. And that's something that I've been working on, especially since having bariatric surgery. But what does that mean to honor your needs? Fun fact, humans have needs. I know it's crazy. And for a long time, I thought that I was superhuman and that I didn't have needs or that my needs didn't matter if I even did have them. And it's a really difficult process learning what your needs are. And that's a difficult process in and of itself, just learning I have needs. The next part that's hard is, wait, I have needs? What are those needs? And then the next part that's hard is actually communicating and catering to those needs. It's like with simple things, but I remember when I was early on in my corporate career, it was things like I wouldn't even get up to go to the bathroom. And I know that's true for other people because I've talked with other people like within that corporate environment, but it's like a basic need of going to the bathroom. I would ignore that I had that need or if I ignored Acknowledge that I had that need. It was like I mocked myself for needing to go to the bathroom when I should be working, or I just ignored it and pretended like it wasn't there. And it's just so weird that so many of us grow up to do that of just like either totally not knowing that our needs are there, ignoring them completely or mocking ourselves for having needs. And so some other needs of mine, I need food. That was a need that I thought, oh, because I have excess weight, I must not have that need, you know, way back when. Newsflash, you do need food no matter what size you are and you're worthy to have food. Some other needs, I need to move my body more. And it's not just like coming from a self-punishing place like it used to where I felt like, oh, I need to move my body so I can lose weight or look a certain way. No, like if I don't move my body, I don't feel well. My body ends up hurting. Mentally, I don't feel very well. And so that's another need that I'm really wanting to honor this year is just moving my body and doing activities that I enjoy. Another need is to actually have fun. That is a need of mine. That goes back to one of the other things I said. But I think a lot of us don't see pleasure or doing things we enjoy or having fun as a need. But oh my gosh, like it is a need for me. If I don't do things that are fun or that I get enjoyment out of, my quality of life just tanks. And again, I think I used to kind of mock that of like, oh, like having fun is for the week. And it's like, no, that's that's just a basic human need that I think we all need. And I think learning that has been one of the most helpful things for me because now I don't feel guilty when I seek out fun. Like I used to feel guilty for wanting to do fun and goofy things or taking care of my needs. And now it's like, no, I don't feel guilty for that anymore. That's what I need to do to just be like a functional human. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this episode. Did you know that I have a Patreon platform? 
platform. On this platform, I share a new Grow With Shea podcast every week. There's no ads and it's unedited, so you get to hear all of the goofy bits I tend to cut out in editing. I also share YouTube videos before they're public, a weekly encouragement video, and exclusive content that no one except my patrons get to see. To try a seven-day free trial, click the link in the episode description. I'm excited to see you there and have you be part of this amazing community. The other thing that I mentioned about what I want to do in my 29th year, I want to surround myself with people who lift me up. And I think that's been a big thing that I've been looking into over the last couple years is just relationships and who I want in my life. And it's interesting because for me, I was part of a pretty small school in elementary school. And then I came to a smaller town and had my last year of eighth grade and high school in a smaller town. And it's easy to think that there aren't very many people in the world when you're in kind of a smaller town. And it's like a group of people you've grown up with the majority of your life and not saying that those people were bad like I still have some great friends from high school and they're great people but it's just been interesting getting outside of my world a bit more and seeing whoa there are tons of people in this world and maybe people that are just more in line with me and what I enjoy and what I believe and it's okay to expand your horizons or that's like what I've been experiencing to have different friends and different people who have completely different views than me who like different things who are open-minded but I think what I've learned at my core the people that I really enjoy being around and the people that really lift me up are honest and that's something that I didn't used to care about as much because I wasn't very honest with myself. But over the last couple years, having to just be very honest with myself, I really enjoy and appreciate other people who are honest with themselves and can be honest with me. Even if it's ugly things or things that I don't want to hear, I really value that. And it's really difficult for me to relate to people who are dishonest with themselves or dishonest with me. So I think that's a big trait that I see see in people who really lift me up. I think also people who respect boundaries and respect what I'm saying about my own experience and my own life. I know at one point I used to be the type of person where it's like I thought that the way I did things was the best and only way and I would just shove that down people's throats of like, oh, you have to try this or do that or this is the best thing. And it was genuinely coming from a place of I did think I knew what was best and I was trying to help people. But what I've learned is that the only person that really knows what's best for themselves is that person. You know, I can say things that have worked for me, but that might not work for you and that's okay and vice versa. And so I think people who embrace that and who respect my boundaries of like, oh, you know, that's great that worked for you, but that doesn't work for me. And they don't try to like convince me or try to convert me into their way of thinking. I really enjoy being around people like that who are just open-minded, who bring me different points of view, different thoughts, and who don't try to convert me or try to have me be anything that I'm not. I also like being around people where I safely feel like I can be myself, where I'm not second-guessing what I'm saying or getting in my head about, oh, I should do this or do that. They're genuinely 
certainly are people out there who will just show up and they are themselves and their safety for me to be myself. And that might sound kind of cheesy, but for a long time, I didn't really know that that existed, that there were people like that out there. I just thought, I don't know what I thought, (laughs) but now I've seen that there are people who genuinely love me for who I am. And it's okay that there's people that don't. It's okay that there's people that don't understand me or think I'm annoying or don't want to spend time with me. It's okay. Like, I just want to be around people where I'm wanted, where I can be myself and where they can be themselves. So those are the people that I'm hoping to spend my 29th year around. And then the last thing that I said was that I want to send off my 20s with gratitude and celebration. And again, I think I just used to see going into my 30s as such a daunting thing. And it was something that I dreaded. I wanted to be in my 20s for a long time, or I wanted to stay in my 20s forever. I don't know what I was thinking or wanting, but now I'm ready to go into my 30s. Like I have learned a lot. I am ready to have a different kind of stability and self-assuredness. And I think that's maybe what my 30s will be. I can only speculate. I don't know for sure, but I know right after having bariatric surgery, I didn't think about what life would be like after that. I just thought that I would lose weight and I didn't even think that there was a future after that. Like I just couldn't conceptualize that in my brain. And it's interesting because I'm coming up on being two years post-op and it's like, whoa, that first year was really hard. It was really hard. And this second year so far has been really nice in different ways where I feel like it's been more stable. There's been maintenance in a lot of areas of my life. And so I think that's given me a different perspective too of like, hey, maybe that's what my 30s will be like. My 20s are kind of like the first year of bariatric or first year after bariatric surgery. And then maybe my 30s will be more like this second year where it's like, I don't have to worry about as much. I can just have fun. I can just be myself. I can really spend time with people who are my people. That sounds really nice. So that's why all of that to say, I feel like 29 is just my bonus years because I'm having the mindset of being in my 30s already of like, I just want stability and peace and to have a good time. And 29 is just my bonus year to do that, to practice. And I'm ready for it. So anyway, I hope that these reflections maybe got you thinking about your age or what you're doing within your life. But I think overall, it's just important to remember that there is no timeline. You're loved, you're worthy, and you really are the one that gets to decide what you do with your life. Yes, you don't always choose the circumstances or the things that happen to you in your life, but you can choose what you do with those and and what you do from here. So I hope that's empowering. I know it is for me. And that's the vibe that I am bringing with me into my 29th year. So whatever year you're going into, I hope that it's a good one. And thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time.